The fall recruiting period is open for men's college basketball. Mike Woodson and the Hoosier staff have been busy, busy. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Wednesday, September 14th. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. The uh, fall window for recruiting has opened up for men's college basketball. It opened last Friday, and boy, have the Hoosiers been a busy, busy bunch uh, we're going to throw a lot of names at you, uh, a lot of new offers, a lot of visits, a lot of, uh, people going to, or visiting IU, IU visiting, uh, recruits. We're going to get you all covered first though. Some exciting news about the Hoosier program for the guys that are already on campus on the team. Indiana announced on Tuesday, it would be hosting a pro day, uh, for basketball. That is on October 7th. What this is, is they just welcome in all 30 uh, NBA teams to the presumably cook hall to the facility and run the players through uh, drills you would see at the NBA draft combine, your kind of lane agility, your three-quarter court sprints, uh, measurements with height, wingspan. Uh, every a, a lot of times it's run very similar to the draft combine and then uh, you get some guys who uh, maybe you play a little bit, get some uh, in-game action, or at least run through some drills. Somewhat similar to an NFL pro day in that sense where uh, you kind of put guys in a position to look really good to NBA scouts. Every team is expected to have a presence there, all 30 NBA teams. It, it's free It's free scouting, free a free look at these guys. Indiana has a couple guys that – uh, are probably going to be uh, earmarked by scouts. Obviously, Trace Jackson Davis flirted with the draft. He's going to either be drafted somewhere or signed somewhere uh, next summer, next spring, uh, once he declares for the draft, presumably. He technically has another year of eligibility left, but I I was somewhat surprised he came back this year. So uh, we'll enjoy him while he's here, but presumably he'll be gone after this season. Uh, so... Uh, scouts he's probably the big one scott's going to be looking at jalen hood shafino is another one uh obviously five-star recruit great size um for a point guard he might play both guard spots spots in college he has good size for a point guard in the nba uh, i'm sure scouts are going to be interested in his ability to shoot which is going to he's going to have to be able to do uh to play at the next level um, then you have some flyer guys, maybe a race Thompson, maybe a Malik Renault, probably less of a flyer for Malik Renault, another five-star recruit, somebody that I'm sure has been on the radars of these NBA teams. Tamar Bates, another one, a former five-star recruit, anybody that's a five-star recruit kind of at that level, NBA teams know about them. So, uh, I'm sure Bates, Jalen Hood, Shafino, Malik Renault, all are going to be guys that these scouts are going to want to see. But it gives you gives them a chance to look at some role players and see if anybody catches the eye. Maybe a Xavier Johnson. Maybe Miller Cop lights it up shooting the ball. Maybe uh, Trey Galloway jumps off the page if he's made improvement shooting the ball. 
uh, maybe some of the other freshmen, CJ Gunn, Caleb Banks. Uh, but in all, it gives NBA teams a free look at these guys. So they don't have a lot of that uh, during the season. It's 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 not rare for colleges to do this, uh, but it is it's not something every college does. And you got to have a, a certain level of talent, uh, a certain level of prospects, and a certain pull with the NBA to be able to do this and have it be successful. Uh, Mike Woodson has that pull. That's part, that's one of the benefits of him having been in the NBA for so long and only just leaving that is that he has that pull within the league still. This this is a and we're going to talk a lot about recruiting. This is a great recruiting tool and a very smart move by Mike Woodson because at the bare minimum you can tell recruits, listen, you come here you're at least going to be looked at by NBA scouts and GMs and whoever it is that's going to show up at this pro day. It's going to be on the afternoon before Hoosier hysteria. Um, but you can tell recruits, listen, I still, if you're Mike Woodson, I still have the connections with the NBA. We're going to have guys come in and look at you. You're going to get your chance to go to the NBA if you come to Bloomington. That matters a great deal to a lot of recruits because most recruits see, especially the highest of high level, see college as the stepping stone to the NBA, and they want to go to a place that puts them in the best position to get to the NBA. If IU can continue to put on pro days like this, if they can continue to, or not even continue, they haven't done it a lot recently, they can show that they can uh, kind of funnel guys to the NBA and onto teams, they're going to enter the conversation with those elite prospects. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes, how it's received, and if this becomes a a common thing or an annual thing, even for the IU program, if they continue pulling in top classes like they did last season, then I would not be surprised if this becomes a, a, at the very least, a semi-regular thing, if not an annual, uh, thing for the Hoosier program. So excited to see that again, that's going to be the afternoon before, Hoosier hysteria. Uh, every IU player is expected to participate, so everybody's going to get their shot to uh, show what they have in front of NBA scouts, executives, so on and so forth. Now a deep breath because we're about to dive into all the recruiting tidbits from the last five days uh, with IU being on the trail all over the all. I was going to say state, all over the state, but all over the country handful couple new offers is where we're going to start with to 2024 recruits before we jump into that though betonline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season find all the latest football league developments game matchups news and podcasts including this year's opening week's games betonline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information including live betting esports and scores the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events including mlb mma boxing and golf looking ahead to saturday hoosiers are six and a half point favorites over western kentucky look we reference sp plus a lot sp plus has western kentucky expected to win uh we're gonna dive into that thursday and friday but keep an eye out on that because if you think western kentucky might be legit and we'll try to figure that out over the next couple days plus six and a half is pretty enticing 
Head to the website today, though, if you guys do want to throw some money down. Maybe you think IU figured it out in that second half, and they're going to blow out Western Kentucky. Either way, you can head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Big thanks to all you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Make sure you're subscribed over on YouTube. Post the episodes there daily. I know a lot of you probably watch on YouTube. I don't give you guys recognition enough. Uh, so if you're watching on YouTube, just throw down a, a go IU in the comment section. Let me know how many of you guys are, are watching on a regular basis uh, on the YouTube video. So go subscribe over there. We're trying to get to 500 subscribers before the start of the basketball season. Uh, a little under two months until we meet that deadline. So let's try to get to 500. Let's talk about the two newest offers IU has made, both to 2024 prospects. First, they offered Tyler Betsy, a as I said, a 2024 prospect, um, a 6'8 forward from Windsor, Connecticut. <clears throat> he is a shooter with outstanding size uh, for kind of a wing, for a forward, someone that... Um, is rising up draft boards quite rapidly. IU has come in, I don't want to say late, but they're not at the ground level uh, when, when it comes to his recruitment. Uh, but they did offer him late on Tuesday. Uh, he's an interesting prospect, but one that we've seen IU kind of go after with his size, with his shooting ability. Um, he is someone that, would fit a need in a number of ways for Indiana as a wing, as a shooter. Obviously, this is a 2024 recruit. It's way down the pipeline, but um, we've seen in last season especially how valuable and how rare a commodity so, uh, a wing with size that can shoot is. So uh, you can tell that these are the types of guys Indiana is repeatedly targeting uh, when it comes to prospects. Uh, Jamie Kaiser is another one that comes to mind. Liam McNeely, another guy that IU is kind of uh, guys that IU targeted at times, even if they kind of fell out of the running in both of those. Uh, but right now, Betsy looks like more of a three and D prospect, which isn't awful. Those are valuable. OG Ananobi was a three and D prospect and he was uh, really good, uh, especially in the defensive end. So, um, and three and D guys are, of the highest value in the NBA as well. That's what everybody wants is a six, eight guy with a seven foot wingspan that can shoot. And that's right now what Betsy um, kind of is projected to be. So obviously there's a lot of time between now and when he would get on uh, campus. So there's parts of his games, uh, his game that he can add to, but uh, right now he is someone that, um, I don't limited, I guess, in what he can do, but not limited isn't a bad thing. He's kind of focused on what he can do. Uh, he will, he should be. Um, as you're listening, watching this, two four seven sports new twenty twenty four kind of refreshed list is coming out right now. He's not ranked. There's a pretty good shot uh, he will be on that refreshed list. Uh, but they list him at 6'8", 175 pounds, so gives you a sense, kind of a wiry wing type of player. 
a very interesting next guy. Indiana has offered Nas Cunningham, uh, who is a 2024 recruit, the number one recruit in the nation, according to 247 Sports. This one was a surprise, if we're being honest. He is at Overtime Elite in Atlanta. Um, Yazier Roseman, IU assistant, w- went to Overtime Elite. The idea, the thought was he was going to see mainly a pair of other guys we'll talk about in a bit, Bryson Tiller and Jaden Williams. And obviously he did watch them, but he was also there to watch Nas Cunningham, who he offered. Um, this seems to be a bit of a long shot offer because IU has come in pretty late, relatively speaking, in this one. He has offers from Auburn, Creighton, Duke, Kansas, uh, Maryland, who IU's lost a lot of guys to lately, Missouri, St. John's, Texas, UCLA, UConn. Uh, so a lot of big names, a lot of blue bloods in there. But, hey, if he if they can get him in the door, anything can happen at that point. We've seen what Mike Woodson can do. We've seen his kind of reputation when he meets guys face-to-face. So if they can get him in the door, why not? Why not give it a shot? He's listed at 6'7", 180 pounds, another wiry guy. Uh, but someone with an incredible amount of athleticism, a tremendous athlete with long arms. He's very thin. Uh, He will definitely need to put on some weight between now, not just between now and college, but in college as well. But he's so athletic, he he gets away with it. Um, And he's able to use that athleticism. He's a strong defender, which is interesting and Uh, I mean, he's the number one guy in the class. I don't want to say that's why Mike Woodson looked at him, but that has to be appealing to Mike Woodson, to say the least. He's a strong defender. Uh, He gets steals, forces steals, and turnovers at a high rate, uh, blocks shots on the perimeter, someone that projects to be a guard or a small forward. So going after this type of guy, they have to feel some type of way, that they have some type of, shot at doing this um roseman has uh connections to overtime elite so maybe he feels there's something there that can kind of get them in the door because that's all i use kind of looking for right now just get in the door see if they can have a chance get them on campus hopefully and go from there we'll see, and see just how things uh pan out from there but it, it was a surprise. It's not one that I don't think many people expected. Um, but, hey, give it a shot. It's a lottery ticket. If you can, again, if you can just get him on campus, let him see things, let him see the program, uh, the facilities, let him talk to Mike Woodson, who knows? Anything could happen at that point. So why not give it a shot? Now, those two are the only two new offers, but that doesn't mean IU hasn't been busy. They have looked at so, so many people over the last four or five days. We're going to try to give you everybody they've talked to, at least everybody particularly relevant. There's going to be a lot of names we're going to throw your way. Uh, we'll do all that here in just a moment. So IU uh, started on Friday seeing some guys around the state, morning workouts around the state in high school or for high schoolers. Uh, there's a number of guys they saw then. I'm sure a lot of you have seen those reports. Um, but in the last couple days, I used kind of shifted it up a gear 
and went started to go all over the country. Um, Mike Woodson and assistant coach Walsh, who was promoted this season, uh, this offseason, I should say, um, as part of 10 prospects I you saw on Monday, uh, these are kind of the most relevant of them. Gabe Cubs is somebody they went and saw. Um, I like this aspect. Gabe Cubs and IU have been crazy, crazy close, even after he's committed. IU's always kind of checking in on him. He's always at IU events. He's been at IU games. He's going to be at Hoosier Hysteria. Like, I, I enjoy that. I, not that I necessarily expect, like, oh, you're committed. We don't need to do anything with you. Um, I just like the, the amount of attention they're paying him, even as they're flying and bouncing place to place to place and whatnot. Uh, because also on Monday, IU, uh, Woodson and Walsh went and saw 2024 center Raleigh Burgess, uh, who is someone that listed at 611. He's going to be nationally ranked, uh, when these new update or this new updated list comes out. Uh, also forward Jesse McCullough, 6'9", also someone who's going to be ranked when these new, uh, when the ratings and rankings are refreshed. So two top 100 guys that IU checked in on uh, Woodson and Walsh specifically on Monday. Kenya Hunter went down to, um, went down south. He was part of the group that went and saw Nas Cunningham. Uh, Bryson Tiller, somebody we mentioned that they went to go see. Uh, he's also at um, Overtime Elite, 6'8", power forward, 190 pounds. Class of 2025, there are no rankings, not on 247 Sports for the 2025 class. Um, so he's expected to be a five-star prospect, uh, but outside of that, not necessarily sure where he falls, but, I mean, you're a five-star prospect. You're going to be pretty high on that list. Jaden Williams, the other guy at Overtime Elite, they went and saw. He is someone that is ranked. He's in the class of 2024. He is a five-star prospect. He is number seven in the country in the class of 2024. He is the number one center in the class of 2024. So someone that um, has a lot of eyes on him. Uh, with Nas Cunningham, obviously number one in that. He's the only guy in Georgia ranked higher than him. So uh, definitely somebody. It's interesting uh, how much attention IU is paying to overtime elite. Now, Williams is not someone that IU has offered, uh, so we'll see if that changes in the near future. But, um, again, 6'9", five-star center, um, someone that is super, super talented, and obviously IU is going to have some openings at the center position uh, with Race and Trace leaving. Malik Renault is going to be there, potentially Jordan Geronimo. He's someone we didn't mention at Pro Day. Obviously, everybody... Uh, is going to want to watch Jordan Geronimo, but he may or may not, depending on how well he does, uh, he may or may not be around. So we'll see uh, what type of front court openings they have, but uh, Jaden Williams, somebody else that they went and saw. Uh, and then on Tuesday, IU rolled in four deep to Montverde uh, to see a number of guys, Liam McNeely among them. We mentioned that I, maybe not necessarily that IU is – fallen out of the race entirely, but uh, they have some stiff competition when it comes to Liam McNeely. I don't necessarily know how much of a priority uh, they are placing on him. Someone they are 
placing a priority on is Derek Queen, who right now is a 2024 recruit. Um, it seems like the growing expectation is for him to reclassify to 2023, which would make sense why IU seems to be going after him pretty hard. He's a, listed at 6'9", 220 pounds as a center. Uh, has some ball handling skills. Not the most athletic necessarily. There might be a bit of a gap there uh, once he um, gets to the college level, but uh, supremely talented. Uh, ranked number 13 in that 2024 class. Would be a top 25 guy in the 2023 class. Uh, so, again, makes sense. IU missed out on a lot of people in the 2023 class. So if they really think McQueen or excuse me, Queen has a, a good shot at reclassifying, it makes sense why they're going after him now, especially as we talked about under the assumption that Trace is gone and Race is leaving uh, this after this season. He's going to have a hole to fill there, and Queen would slot right in perfectly. The other name, Asa Newell, uh, ranked number 26 on the composite rankings for 247 Sports. 6'9", 205-pound power forward. Um, three different guys with McNeely, obviously, uh, in that 2024 class that IU is looking at from Montverde. 2025 class, Bryce Hurd is a name that uh, IU is looking at um, as well. Again, 2025 uh, recruits are way down the line, so it's really hard to even get a sense. But if you're at Montverde, you, there's, you're going to be really good. I mean, there's a pretty good shot. He's a five-star guy as well. It's really interesting the degree to which IU is continuing to heavily recruit Montverde. We talked to Jason Jordan. Montverde is not going to create a pipeline necessarily to IU. It's doing their recruits a disservice, um, but there's some. It seems like there's something there. Uh, there's certainly a familiarity between the program and the IU coaching staff. A couple visits it looks like are going to happen. 2025 prospects Jalen Harrelson and Trent Sisley uh, are both guys who look like they are going to. Um, Come visit Bloomington on Saturday. Harrelson, 6'7", point guard from Fisher. Sicily, 6'7", forward from Heritage Hills. Uh, four, as we mentioned, four coaches were at Harrelson Open Gym Workout, 6.30 a.m. on Friday. Uh, both have made unofficial visits. Uh, both did in August make unofficial visits to IU. Um, so... Interesting that two guys are, are making a second visit in um, as many months, basically. Uh, so we'll see how much of an inroad they have made. Uh, we'll kind of see. I mean, clearly I use laying a lot more of the foundation and the groundwork on these classes down the road than they were able to do in 2023. Um, so they are, seems like have really shifted their focus entirely away from 2023 it's kind of a lost cause there aren't a ton of guys left even anyway i would not be surprised if they go somewhat heavily into the transfer portal to recruit guys next spring but they're laying the groundwork for 2024 2025 uh, with a number of guys in state out of state 
Very interesting. But they have been a busy, 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 busy bunch over the last five days. In-state, around the country, around the Midwest, all down south, everywhere. They have been all over the place. So lots of recruiting news, lots of exciting recruiting news on this one. We'll look to get in Jason Jordan next week. We just gave a ton of names. So we'll try to get a better sense on a number of these guys uh, next week and see what some of the scouting reports are on some of them. So thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you tomorrow to talk all about Western Kentucky, get a, a sense of what they're going to look like coming into Bloomington on Saturday. Now know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and the local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen, Locked On Big Ten. Follow us on Twitter if you have not already. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a quick rating and review. Most importantly, though, guys, everybody have a great Wednesday. I know it's a hump day. Hope you guys can get through it. And Elio.